You're listening to Podcast with Curtis Mack. Hey, everybody. It's Curtis Mack. Thanks for joining me for another edition of Podcast with Curtis Mack. I'm in the WRNJ studio. Big shout out to Chuck, the producer. Shout out to Norman for letting us use the studio time. And shout out to our special guest today. This guest um, has been in the broadcast game for a long time, and he has awards, championship rings. <laughs> He's got everything you could imagine that comes along with being a sports broadcaster. Uh, without further ado, let's uh, say hello to John Hennessy. Hey, Curtis, how you doing today? Good. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. It's good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you too. Uh, we passed by each other in Hackettstown before. So, yeah, sure. And now here we are in the RJ studio. Yep, and indeed. Looking forward to chatting with you. <laughs> yeah, so just for the people uh, out there, can you tell everybody your name and what you do or what you used to do? Sure. My name is John Hennessy. I'm a resident of Long Valley, and uh, I used to broadcast professional hockey. Uh, first for the Albany River Rats, which were the New Jersey Devils American Hockey League farm team, and then for the New Jersey Devils themselves. Wow. And how long did you do that for? Uh, since 1990. Three, I started in Albany. Wow, that's when I was born, yeah. John. <laughs> <laughs> now you make me feel old. Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, you know, so why was that important to you? Why was you know broadcasting important? Well, to you? it was something I think I always wanted to do as a kid. Uh, my dad had Ranger season tickets, you know, way back in the '70s that he split with a couple of his buddies, mm-hmm. and I used to go to Ranger games every Sunday night. The Rangers used to play home every Wednesday. And every Sunday night, the schedule was pretty set up like that. And I fell in love with hockey at a very young age. And at a very young age, I decided that I wanted to broadcast hockey. And uh, that's where the love of the sport began, just as, as a youngster. Now, was there anybody, uh, you know, behind the mic that influenced you when you were at the games? Marv Albert used to do some of the games. And, you know, I always used to lo- love listening to Marv Albert. And there's a fellow that used to do the Jet games and Giant games, Marty Glickman, when I was a real little kid. And I actually got to know him a little bit. Uh, he was a great man and a great broadcaster. Uh, Bob Wolf was a guy that used to do some of the Ranger games, too. So some of those were some of the guys that I looked up to when I was a youngster. So when you were broadcasting, was it just radio? Or I don't want to say just radio, but was it radio and TV or sometimes both or simulcasting on different channels? How did it work? It was... Rate just radio, okay. You know, and it and it was pre-internet, really. Uh, yeah. So it was just radio. I did have a television show, and I was in Albany for a few years, um, called Rat Chat okay. <laughs> for the River Rats. Okay. And it was a blast. It was kind of a pregame show. When Fox had the, the rights to the NHL, we had a pregame show mm-hmm. for that, and we would concentrate on what was going on with the Albany River Rats for half the show, and then preview the NHL. Uh, game as well so that that was a blast so did you grow up in in like new jersey or on yeah. the east coast uh, yeah i grew up in ridgewood in bergen county wow yeah and i went to st joe's montvale high school excellent and yeah. then after that you went right into broadcasting or did you I study went, after high school i went to providence college and that's where i got into broadcasting at a college radio station and that's where i started broadcasting hockey i won an audition as a freshman mm-hmm. to broadcast the hockey games and the rest is history Wow, that's ironic. I uh, went to Centenary University myself. Okay, great. And um, when I went there, I asked the, the when I was you know just becoming a freshman, I asked, "Oh, can I get on the radio?" And the guy told me, uh, you know, the anchor at the time or the you know the guy behind the mic was like, "Oh, you have too much of a New Jersey accent to be on the radio." I was like, "But we're in New Jersey," <laughs> you know. And then a couple of years later, I wound up meeting Norman, and then you know 
I'm on the radio for five years, you know, and, right, and then right. I, I left in 2019, but I'm doing the medical thing now. But, you know, that's that's the kind of a background we both share together is being behind the mic on the radio. Sure. You're, you're more of a broadcaster and I was on the advertising and selling, but mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, we've we've run across similar situations. Um, I know a lot of travel came along with the job, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of tra- lot of travel. I mean, yeah. if you if you have a hockey team, I've been there, <laughs> including college and and then in the American League. You know, riding the buses, there was no no flights. Sure. Well, the, uh, maybe occasionally out to like Newfoundland, you had to take a plane. There was a believe wow. it or not, there's a professional hockey team in St. John's, Newfoundland. <laughs> wow, still is the Toronto Maple Leafs team. What was your favorite spot to travel to? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I really like going to Newfoundland. Really? Yeah, the people were really cool. They uh, they had a funny accent. It was kind of a half Canadian accent and half an Irish accent, or or maybe a third, make it a, make it a third Canadian, a third Irish, and a third pirate. They kind of they kind of talk like this. How you doing there, Curtis? Side? Oh, that's classic. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh! So um, I know in the beginning of the program you showed me some rings, some awards that you received. Uh, I was going to ask you: Have you received any recognition? You know, awards, plaques, and obviously you have some rings right there. If you don't mind, I'll, I'll hold it up to the camera. Yeah, the sure. No, sure. please. That's why I brought them. So what, which one do we see. got right here, John? That is the 2003 New Jersey Devils Stanley Cup Championship ring. Wow! Yeah. And so describe the night or the night of the game. Uh, how did how did you get this one? How did you bring it home? Ah. Uh... How did I bring it home? Very carefully. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I got it out of a safety deposit box this morning to show sure, you. Sure, You know, because I try to keep it safe. Of course. But, uh, yeah, it was a memorable night. The Devils beat Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver. The um, I was thinking of the Rangers in 95. <laughs> the Devils beat the Anaheim, at that time, Mighty Ducks sure. in Game 7. And it was, a, it was a great night. It was a close game. It ended up being 3 nothing final. Michael Rupp scored the game-winning goal, I remember. But to get to go down into the winning locker room is something I always remember. And, and having a sip of champagne out oh, of the course. Stanley Cup is something. Did they do the Gatorade splash on the coach? They, I, the... <laughs> well, that was Pat Burns, God rest his soul, at the time. I don't think he would dump Gatorade on Pat. He was a pretty tough customer. Pretty tough I, don't, I don't think. I don't think they did, to tell you the truth. That's a sports thing they do. Yeah, nowadays, of course. Right? Now, you, yeah. you caught the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah it's great, another great game. Yeah, so we got another ring right here, John, right? So, yep, that yeah. is a 19... I feel like I'm on the shopping channel here. Yeah, yeah, a little that bit. Is... <laughs> it's a combination of like a news program, podcast, little radio, a little all that. So, yeah. That was a 1995 Albany River at Calder Cup championship ring. Calder Cup is a trophy awarded in uh, in the American Hockey League, not to be confused with the Calder Trophy, mm-hmm. which is the Rookie of the Year in the National Hockey League. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I hadn't really looked at this baby in a while until I got it this morning, and uh, and just how special that memory was. The, um, the River Rats won the Calder Cup up in Fredericton, New Brunswick, and wow. it, was, it was a warm June night, and actually I think it might have been the end of May, and uh, that was really fun. That's awesome. Uh, that was a great ride with, with those guys. So did you get to work with any other big names? Obviously, John Hennessy is a huge name in radio, and now we're working with Curtis Max. <laughs> another so, huge name. Another huge name. <laughs> Norman got so upset one time. I had a radio uh, shirt made up. It said, number one radio personality. And he goes, you really think that? I said, no, no, the guy just printed it. So I, I, I just went along with it. But I actually, someone, I was at a carnival one time with the radio station. They took a picture, and I was in the newspaper. So I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe I shouldn't have worn that shirt. Yeah, that's funny. But, yeah, so have you worked with any other big well, 
names? When I was doing the Devil Games on the radio on the TV side was Mike Emmerich, who's Hall of Fame broadcaster, and Chico yeah. Chico Rush did a color. They were great guys. Those are those are two of the biggest names that I that I worked with. Sure. Uh, just great guys. They were so kind to me when I first came up because I was a little little nervous, as you might imagine, the first yeah. few games. But they made me feel very comfortable. And uh, those are great guys, Chico Rush and Doc Emmerich. Now, when you were working with them or, or anybody else, do you have the, uh, any memorable moments that happened behind the mic or in the studio that you None that share? I can share with you here. Uh, I, I would imagine so. You know, that's usually how it goes. What happens in the studio stays in the studio, right? Offset. Or after the game or on the airplane or, or, or whatever. Yeah, we used to travel together. Yeah. The Devils didn't allow the media on the plane, so we mm-hmm. had the travel commercial. So we spent a lot of time together. And uh, I remember one morning we were at an airport. I don't recall where. And it was about five o'clock in the morning, and I'm sitting with Doc Emmerich, and we're eating, you know, danishes that were wrapped in cellophane, you know, those prefab things. Mm-hmm. And people, and he just said to me, "People have no idea how glamorous this job is." Yes, you know, and we're drinking really bad coffee and eating these crappy Danish at five o'clock in in St. Louis or somewhere. For yeah, just because sake. you know the outcome <laughs> later in the day is going to you know yield a, a larger result. Hopefully, you know, yeah, reach yeah, whatever it may be. Exactly. Exactly. But there's a lot, a lot of travel involved. You know, you look at a schedule and you see there's a day off. It's usually not a day off. It's a day of travel. Mm. So it, it's it's a grind when training camp starts Labor Day weekend or usually right around Labor Day weekend with physicals through the end of the year. You're on the move and it's uh, hard to catch your breath. So any other awards or, or uh, accomplishments that you, you know, had uh you know, taken under your belt while you were doing the broadcasting? I was an all-star broadcaster in Albany one year. I got okay. to do a game, and that was uh, an all-star game. That was a lot of fun. That's a treat. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was in Syracuse on the Onondaga County War Memorial. <laughs> nice. <laughs> how you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, uh, how can people see your work now? Do you have anything out there, or, or can no. they tune in somehow? You know, I'm kind of a adult when it comes to technical stuff i don't have a podcast or anything like that i guess you could go to youtube yeah probably right and and, you know click my name and see some stuff uh i know the tv show from albany is some of that stuff is up there i'm sure Uh, some of the games are are and some of the yeah especially that game seven against uh anaheim winning the stanley cup is probably up there so now Uh, were you doing like statistics or color the, I did play by it, play. How does, okay, so explain to me because I'm not. I, I don't know as much as the broadcasting for the sports. Like, so there's two announcers usually, right? Correct. Myself and my color guy was uh, Randy Belichick, a former player, mm-hmm. and who still lives in Jersey. Okay, shout out to Randy. Yeah, good guy. I'm the guy that says, "Here's John has the puck. He gives it to Curtis. Curtis shoots and scores." Of course. And, <laughs> and the color guy, Randy Belichick, would say, "Oh, you know that was a great pass by Hennessy." You know, and a good finish by Curtis. He is the, what they call a color commentator, yeah. where he will explain what happened. While my function was, I told you what happened. Yeah. So like theater of the mind, right? Radio. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, explain it. Um, so, what were your goals going in? Um, you know, to radio, and men, what are they now? Or did you accomplish everything? I think. Yeah. I, thanks. I I accomplished it. Um, I wanted to be an NHL broadcaster. That's it. And and I did it. And the chances of that, I mean, all kids growing up either want to be the player or the broadcaster, you know, and at an early age, I realized I wasn't going to be the player. (laughs) So I concentrated on broadcasting and just through luck and and, and some hard work and a lot of support, I was able to accomplish it. 
All right. So for a young guy out there, a young gal, or you know, whoever you may be, uh, some advice for the the younger generation going into broadcasting because some say radio is dead, but I think it's alive. Social media sure. brought it back to life, you know, and uh, there's still a need for it. So especially where we're taping here today, and yeah. you know, a, a, a great station. And that's where I basically started up in New England after I went to school mm-hmm. at Providence College. I worked in radio. I went to William Patterson for graduate school. Oh, okay, Willie P. Willie P. Yeah, yeah. for for TV communications. A lot of people go there. My brother went there. It's, oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. It was a great program, and I met a lot of great people there. Um, but after that, I went to work at little radio stations in New England outside Boston. Mm. So that was the best way to do it at the time to get started at a small station. Hone your skills, of course, and and then just work your way up. And then I ended up working at WBZ in Boston, which is a big radio station, the biggest in New England. And even though I had a good job there, I decided, and I was doing some college hockey on the side sure. at the time. I decided I wanted to do the the hockey on a full time basis, and I was able to get the job in Albany for the Devil's Farm team. Now, were you always doing sports broadcasting, or did you ever do any news? Did you ever do any advertisements, some spots? Or? I never, well, yeah, in Albany, I had to sell some spots. Um, but when I worked in in, uh, in Boston, I produced the morning news. Okay. So, uh, you know, I ran the board and, yeah. you know, pulled up the helicopter guy and, yep. and all that kind of cool stuff and got guests on the phone. Of course. And all that kind of, and all that kind of good stuff. But I'd say 99% of my experience would be in sports. Now, did you guys ever take any live callers when you were doing uh, broadcasting in the, in the booth for the hockey games? How did that work? No live no. callers for no. during the hockey games. Okay. I did have a talk show at WKOX Radio in Framingham okay. for a while. That, that that was a lot of fun, Okay, doing a talk show. Yeah, having people call in and whatnot. Yeah. That's pretty neat. You know, it could be fun. So what are you looking to do now, or what are you doing now? Basically, I'm retired. You know, if the, if the right opportunity came up, I would take it. There have been some jobs in the NHL that have been available in the mm-hmm. last few years, but I, I'm I feel like I'm too old to move again. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, moving from Albany to Jersey was was easy because my wife was working for a firm in New Jersey at the time. Okay, um, so that was an easy move. And being from New Jersey, it it was you know it was nice to come home in essence. Sure, you, you know. But I, I'd say right now I'm I'm retired. But again, if the right local opportunity came up, I would probably take it. Yeah, that's awesome. And semi, so I'm, I'm either semi-retired or semi-unemployed. Semi- I don't know which it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So some advice for you know people out there trying to get involved. Uh, even you're, you're retired now, and you said like you would still get involved with some local radio if the opportunity was right. Sure. And if you're just getting started, that's that's another way to do it. Too, that's absolutely yeah. a great way to do it. Now and and you know with podcasts, there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. But I would really recommend if you could get involved with a local radio station. Okay. I'm going to have to tell Norman to scoop you up so I keep you around here more. (laughs) So uh, how can you be reached if you want to be reached? Uh, If somebody wants maybe some voiceovers done or anything like that? Uh, Yeah. um, You can reach me on Facebook, I guess, is the best way. Perfect. My email and stuff, I guess, is up there. Yeah, John Hennessy on Facebook. And you can reach me at CurtisMac93 on Instagram. Uh, If you search Curtis Mac on all social media platforms, that's where I'll show up. The podcast has been running since 2015, um, you know, back when I started in radio. And and now, like I said, I'm in the medical world, but I keep the podcast going. It's kind of like a moonlight thing, you know, highlighting talent on the East Coast particularly. And for you to, you know, bless the microphone with me is, is, um, you know, it's truly a great opportunity. So I thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. This has it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. Did we miss anything? Did we miss anything? I don't think so. Cool. <laughs> Any shout outs? Uh, shout outs. Mm-hmm. Well, the Lou Lamorello for hiring me in New Jersey in the first place. There you go. And uh, 
to my wife Adrian for all her support over the years. All right, hey yo, Adrian. Hey, Adrian, right? She's, she's a Boston girl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and once again, shout out to R and J. Shout out to Norm uh, Chuck for running the board for us. Uh, thank you for being in the booth with me today, and um, thanks for everyone listening. And I'll see you next time.